Welcome to another episode of Conversations and Connections. We're the official podcast of the Family Crisis Center of East Texas. I'm Stuart Burson, the Prevention Coordinator for the Family Crisis Center of East Texas. And with me today, I have Mallory Dotson. Um, she is, uh, I guess I could still say, a new member of the of the agency. Um Mallory is our sexual assault services coordinator, and Mallory is also going to serve as our new advocate for the Stephen F. Austin State Campus, right? Yes. Hey, how you doing, Mallory? I'm good. How are you doing? Doing well. We've been um, trying to coordinate this for a while, and uh, and circumstances have kept us. Uh, we've uh, after a few cancellations and reschedules and everything, we're finally able to uh, to sit down and just kind of talk about uh, your role with the agency. And I know you're you're kind of new, so a lot of the stuff is may be new to you, may not be new to you. Uh, but we just kind of want to talk to you about what your job is with us and uh, also um, kind of really talk about uh, your role as a campus advocate uh, for SFA and why that's so important. So let's just kind of start by telling us uh, or telling me just a little bit about yourself, um, uh, where you're from, where you went to school, that sort of thing. So are you a native East Texan? I am a native Southeast Texan. Okay. So I live in Orange, Texas, and I typically describe it as that little pinch of Texas between the Gulf and the Louisiana border. Right. Right in there, I'm about 15 miles from the Gulf and then five miles from Louisiana, so okay. a little down there. But uh, And I came here for school at SFA. I came here on a track scholarship. And so I got my bachelor's degree from SFA in criminal justice, and I got my master's degree in public administration. Okay. So what made you decide? So how did you find yourself here? Uh, now, so you, you went to SFA, so you're, mm-hmm. you're a graduate of SFA, which I think is, uh, it's not necessary, but I think it's a big plus, especially in your role as an SFA advocate. Yes. And, and we'll talk about that because you kind of know the campus, you know mm-hmm. the the vibe of the the, the school and, and everything. Um, so so and I'm I mean, forgive me your degree again what 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 did you graduate with what's your degree in uh, my your bachelor's degrees? is criminal justice yeah. and my master's is public administration and so what how, how did you with that how did you wind up at the family crisis center um track and field injuries <laughs> um, my goal was law enforcement okay. i wanted to go in law enforcement always wanted law enforcement but uh, with track and field, I was a shot putter and a discus thrower and a big weightlifter, and that put a really big toll on my body. So I had two back surgeries. So yeah. law enforcement was kind of nixed for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. And so I had two criminal justice professors who have ties to the agency. And one thing in criminal justice that always, like, like tugged on my heartstrings was uh, talking about like victims and survivors and how there wasn't a lot of people like supporting them and like what they needed. So uh, whenever I was like, well, law enforcement might not be in the cards. Yeah. I was like, well, what can I do for that? Because I didn't even know about this agency. 
And so I had talked to my professor, who just happened to be on y'all's board. <laughs> and um, he was like, oh, well, you should try the Family Crisis Center. And so I came here, and I shadowed a few advocates, and I took the volunteer sexual assault class. And I was like, man, like, I really like what you guys do here, and I would really love to be, like, a part of this group and this agency. Yeah. Okay. Great. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Um so one of your duties will be serving as the SFA student advocate. Um, tell us a little bit about that position and what um, what services does that entail? When we say you're the advocate for SFA students, what does that mean? Um, so it kind of means like, I always say it's like a liaison between like uh, attorneys and like counselors. So like we can write... Uh, like referrals to a counselor if that's what they're needing. If they're needing a protective order, we can go with them to an attorney's office and help them through the process of getting that. Um, and we're really just there to like just support them during mm -hmm. this time because, I mean, what just happened to them is a major trauma. So we're talking about, and this kind of backs up a little bit, we're talking about like a, a student at SFA who mm -hmm. may have experienced uh, some form of sexual assault, dating violence, mm -hmm. relationship violence, yes. domestic violence. Um, you're specifically there for for them, mm -hmm. uh, right? Yes. So, um, so, and I don't know if you can tell me this, if you know this yet, or do college students have special needs outside of the services that we provide other clients? So I know we have what we just call our advocates just mm -hmm. for any, uh, any, any client that, that we have, we have advocates for them. Right. Mm -hmm. So you are, uh, and you may serve as an advocate for someone outside of SFA, but, uh, specifically, excuse me for the, an SFA, an SFA advocate, are their needs any different than another, any of our other typical clients? If that makes sense, um, yeah. if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. I guess as a college student, do they yes. have unique needs, maybe? Um, I wouldn't say <coughs> unique me. needs, but maybe a few, like, extra ones. Like, obviously, all clients need support and patience going through this time. But, like, college students, they're on their own for the first time. And if they're not from East Texas, they're in a different town, their families are back home, especially if they're new to college. Right. And they don't really have a support system here. So I'd say any special needs would be like just some extra patient. Sure. Just more like not actual hand-holding, but like walking them through a little mm -hmm. extra, like I guess TLC you would call right. it. Um, just because they're, they're alone. They're just trying to figure out their life, and then all of a sudden this – basically bomb was dropped on yeah. them so would you work with the with campus administration and like what if the perpetrator is in the same class mm -hmm. as the student would you work with the school to try to get a schedule changed and things like that yeah so that's when i would reach out to title nine that's where they kind of come in and uh, see what they can do about that because you have the criminal justice system, but like on campus, like Title IX kind of 
determines like scheduling when stuff like that happens to separate the students while they try to figure stuff like that out. So that's when I would reach out to them and see like what they can do about it to see if they can get one of them in a different class. Yeah. yeah. So that's just what I'm saying. So you, mm-hmm. you'd work with like Title IX yes. to try to yes. maybe work with them, see if you can make some mm-hmm. accommodations for this yeah, student, right? Definitely. Sure. Um, do you have any plans yet on what you'd like to do on campus? I know uh, we've had a very, in the past, a very strong relationship with everyone at SFA, mm-hmm. with, with the Title IX office. And and especially, you know, for months, like April is Sexual Assault Awareness Month, then October's uh, Domestic Violence Awareness Month. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've always tried to do things on campus. I know uh, as we're recording this, this is late July. The, mm-hmm. the, the, the fall semester hasn't quite started yet, and you're still kind of getting settled into your position. Uh, but do you have any ideas yet on what you'd like to do uh, on campus? Any, uh, any schemes you have working <laughs> uh, in your mind or anything like that? I have a few ideas. Um, like uh, we were talking about before, I would, I just didn't want to get the word out that we're on campus. I mean, I went there for six years, and for five of those years, I had no idea that there was an advocate on campus. And, like, my friends didn't know either. And that could be because we were kind of in, like, our athletic bubble. But, like, I had no idea. I didn't know anyone who knew about an advocate on campus. I don't know if it just wasn't, like, a big talked-about thing. Yeah. Um, or like we didn't reach out, but um, I mean, and I mean we as students we didn't reach uh-huh. out to people, but like just like meeting with like the big groups and just saying, hey, we're here. Yeah. Hope you don't need us. Sure. But if you do, we're over in this building and this like tr- talk about prevention, talk about different things yeah. like that to groups that like may not know because they're college students. Mm-hmm. They'd, right, they're right. still trying to figure things out, and yeah. Well, and 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 just real quick, let, let's talk about this. Uh, on okay, so you're on campus. Mm-hmm. Where now? You're not. Your office isn't, or you're not going to be officed there every day of the week, no. right? Uh, first of all, where is where is your office at on campus it's when you're be there? In the Health and Wellness Building, which is at the corner of Regay and East College. And do you know yet what your schedule is going to be like? Like, what office hours are you going to keep on campus? Do you as like what days right of the week now, or anything? As yeah. of right yeah. now. Let's, let's, yeah. let's just pre. Yeah. As of now, this may be subject to change. <laughs> yes, but It may change. But right now, it's Wednesdays and Thursdays from 8 to 5. Okay. So, Wednesdays and Thursdays, they're mm-hmm. at the health clinic. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll, you'll have an office there. Uh, and, of course, we'll get to this later in a minute. But, of course, you're always within reach if a yes. student needs you. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, besides serving as our SFA advocate, you do have other responsibilities yes. as our sexual assault services coordinator, <laughs> right? Yes. Did I get that right? Uh, what does that entail? What does that, what does, what does, does that involve? Uh, basically, like, whenever a sexual assault occurs, then, I mean... They would kind of be, especially if they're not Spanish-speaking, because Maria Villarreal is going to do, like, the Spanish-speaking ones and the ones in Lufkin, but, like, in Nacogdoches, whenever there's a sexual assault, um, I just kind of reach out and see if there's any services that they might need, such as counseling or 
they're looking to get a protective order and then uh, walking through that process, especially if it goes to trial or something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. That's cool. Uh, I want to go back real quick. We talked about your, your availability on campus on Wednesdays and Thursdays. How can students, if you're not there uh, on another day of the week, how would students be able to get a hold of you if they need you, if they need your services? Uh, there are a few ways. I'd say a good one is my email. Um, okay. I'm pretty religious about checking that. I've always been, even in college, I always check my email. So that's a good one. And then calling the office phone and just like saying that, hey, I'm looking for so-and-so and they can get patched through to me. Okay. Um, and then there's a SFA phone that I always have. Um, I have been gifted with it okay. <laughs> per se, but uh, they can call that or they can text that too. Okay. If they want to do like an intake or something like that. All right. Do we have that number? Do you? Or... Yes, I have that number. Let me pull it up. <laughs> I didn't mean to put you on the spin, <laughs> on the spot there. And of course, we do have our twenty four hour. Uh, we do have our our hotline, which is eight hundred eight two eight seven two three three. And if anyone calls that, of course, then they can uh, be patched in to, to you that way as yes. well. So the SFA number is 936-404-4869. And you can text that or call that. Okay. And um, I'll be on the other end. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then you can always call the office here, which I don't have that on me. Oh, that's but Well, I think between, your, yeah. between the phone number you just gave and also our, our hotline number, mm-hmm. uh, folks would be able yeah. to get a, get a hold Definitely. of Definitely, yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay, excellent. All right. Um, is there anything that we haven't talked about that you want to make sure that we touch on? Or, or uh, have, do we have all our bases covered right now, do you think? I think so. Like I said, I know uh, you haven't been here very long. And, you're, and yeah. again, even in your role as SFA advocate, uh, I know you've been on campus a little bit, but uh, until the full swing of campus mm-hmm. life happens and the students get into classes uh, – um, but yeah, we definitely want to get the word out that you're available to students uh, for them. And I think a lot of times when students hear the word domestic violence, mm-hmm. well, you know, okay, well, first of all, you know, okay, sexual assault, and that kind of makes sense. But, pe- you know, people hear domestic violence and they always comes to mind probably a married mm-hmm. couple. But we also want to point out, you know, it's also dating violence and uh, even if and even violence between roommates uh, mm-hmm. or, or whatever, you know, just domestic violence falls into into that that category. So a lot of times people will, why are you here on campus? You know, domestic violence, that's, uh, you know, a married couple yeah. having problems and whatever. But I don't think they really realize that. Uh, our services go way beyond that. When we talk about mm-hmm. relationship violence and dating violence, all that kind of falls under yeah. under all that. And I think especially well. college students, they don't really know. Yeah. They just think, oh, like dating violence would be like if he hit me or something like that. Yeah. And I'm like, it is so much more yeah. than that. Um, right. And I think that's that's a good role for you to be in. In, in your role as an advocate, because, a, and I think you and I have had this conversation before, when um, 
just a little behind the scenes, and I may have mentioned this before in, in another podcast, but when we go like to, um, like again, we're recording this the last week of July or close to the last week of July. We're about to, later today, we're going to new student orientation mm-hmm. at SFA. We're going to have our table there. And I've mentioned it to Mallory, and we've mentioned it before. I've mentioned it before to other other folks. It's interesting when we have our table at like new student orientation, and parents are there with their their students, right? And especially parents, they'll either come up to our table and they will want every bit of information we can throw at them mm-hmm. because they want to make sure that their student is armed with all this information and the, and the, and, and everything, or they don't want to have anything to do with mm-hmm. us. And I don't mean that in a cynical way. I mean, I think a lot of people just don't want to admit or don't want to accept that reality that, you know, my, my kid may not, it may, need your services at some point. And, and like we said, mm-hmm. and, and you mentioned it, and we kind of tell these kids yep. and the parents, look, we hope your student never needs our services mm-hmm. at all. But it's just just kind of an interesting observation that either student, either parents will want everything that we have, uh, all the mm-hmm. information, or it's like, well, if I don't acknowledge them, that, that's not going to happen to my child. And I, we hope it yeah. doesn't, of course, you know, but... It's just interesting that uh, people kind of see us that way. I think sometimes people that avoid the topic are scared that it might happen. Well, of, of course. Just, I think that's they, what it they're is. They're just too. like, if I ignore it, it yeah. won't happen. Sure. And then you have, like you said, the parents who want all the information because yeah. they're aware. Like, the world isn't the... I mean, it's and crazy. And also, yeah. also, if you have a parent who has a son... Oh, They're automatically yeah. going to say, oh, well, that's mm-hmm. not for our student. And, you know, we try to tell, yeah, it is, too. Mm-hmm. You know, it's an unfortunate thing, but uh, men can be victimized as well. And we also try to inform them anyway that, you know, we're not here just in case your student gets in trouble mm-hmm. and they need us. You know, we're here for campus education. Uh, we're here for a lot of other things besides mm-hmm. if... Uh, if your student gets involved in some type of relationship violence situation, right? All right. Well, Mallory, I look forward to working with you. And one of the reasons I want to have Mallory on is because she is kind of a, a member of now the prevention team, and we're going to be working together a lot on campus and, and doing some things. And uh, anyway, Mallory, thank you so much. Yeah, it was nice talking I finally, you. We've finally been able to do this <laughs> after... Uh, Okay, Mallory, we're going to do this on Monday. Okay. Then I get an email from Mallory. <laughs> Stuart, oh. we can't do it. I have, But it's legitimate reasons. I know. Cl- issues I with clients know. come up. And, I just and hate things ca- like canceling on people. Hey. But it's like no, as it's soon all good. as I yeah. would book an appointment, yeah. something would pop hey. up. And it's like, it, it happens. Oh, that's the nature. Goodness. That's the nature of uh, yeah. the work we do, right? <laughs> all right. Well, thanks, Mallory. Oh, I appreciate yeah. that. And again, I just want to remind you one more time, if you feel like you need our services, uh, for anything, we do have our toll-free number. That's 1-800-828-7233. Uh, and also, be sure to subscribe to Conversations and Connections. 
We're available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and pretty much any podcast service of your choice. Uh, Again, be sure to subscribe. Uh, We would appreciate that. And remember, as always, be the voice, if not for you, for someone else. Thank you.